Ain't nothing like it. Ain't nothing like it, man. So that's why I say, yeah. you know, we we got a lot of kids right now that's, that's squandering opportunities, man. And, yeah. and uh, they don't realize it. Man, some of the best. I know you you went on and, you know, you big power five school, you know, Wake Forest and everything. But I, I bet some of those teams and some of those memories and some of those battles with some maybe some local legends from another spot, they still ring out to you. Oh, and always. They, and they bring chills always. the same way. Always. Yeah. Cause, cause you always you want to play against the best. It didn't matter. Mm-hmm. So you know, back then it didn't matter where it, where it was. Where we used to, man, we used to travel right during the summer. Okay, we get in we get in the car five. We take five. So and real we go quick. wherever. So real quick, who who is, <laughs> when y'all went like that? So real quick, let's get let's let's get some flowers to some folks who hold you on. know. But hold on, what? Oh, but <laughs> who who is some of those people that y'all you know? Bumped into, ran into, would, would go to war with that you that you might remember. Just some people they might not have gone on and you know been famous. So, but but you you and your crew knew that that them boys right there or that that them boys. Yeah, we we used to uh, we used to travel to Chirac quite a bit. Okay, and uh, we had some guys over there, Kenny uh, Kenny Dixon, that uh, played at a really high level. Kid about six four six five that played at a really really high level yeah. point guard. Oh, six four six five. Six four six five. Point guard um, back yeah, then. Kenny Dixon back then. And, mm. and Mitchell uh, was a guy that played at um, uh, played at Chira as well. Played football for Clemson. Okay, but, but man, he was like six nine, playing basketball and football. Really talented, man. Ooh, really talented. And yeah. uh, and then obviously we would come to Florence and we played. You know, a lot of the Florence talent. Right. Uh, uh, Tony Black, Russell Green, guys that Tony Black went to Wake Forest. Russell Green went to Texas. And uh, so, so we played against some guys. Man. That's we, what's up, man. So, and then obviously we would come to Darlington. Being in society, it was still uh-huh. it was hard to play in Darlington, man. Especially <laughs> if you wanted to get over there and play at Mayo, but, uh, you had to fight. You know what I'm saying? You had oh, to fight to, to get over there, man. <laughs> so check this out. When you say you bring it back to Darlington, right? So I'm gonna bring it back to Darlington in okay. the summertime. All right. At the um, the center with the basket, the summer basketball. <laughs> we couldn't play at the center, yeah. man. But some players that he, and you know I seen I saw y'all you know because the gym used to be open like every day all That's day right. yeah and it was hot yeah and we stayed in there all the time so I'm tell you the people that I saw there okay Bo Peep always um, Tony Shaw Tony Shaw was there um now see those guys were a little bit older than me but I used to tag along I yeah. used to watch those guys those are the guys that you know when I was coming up those were the guys that I used to. Man, I used to, you know, when when we would play Lamar and Tony Shaw and and just watching him do his thing, man, and then watching him play at South Carolina, obviously, you know, I was like, man, I, you know, yeah. that's what I want to do. You, they let me play on the team. They let you play on the yeah, team? Yeah, they let me play on the team, man. The whole oh. season, man. The whole season, I had six points. They wouldn't let you shoot. Right? Yeah, you know, I got to shoot sometime. Like, I was, if I cherry-picked and went down on it, you Tony, know, I got Tony it. shot it every time, didn't he, oh, man? Yeah, he did. Shot, shot it. Oh, um, you had to watch out. <laughs> I seen. So, I seen, David Brown? Yeah, David Brown. David yeah, Brown. I forgot about that. See, I played yeah. with David. Mm-hmm. Yeah, David, David was a senior when I was a freshman. Played with him and Larry Scott. Yeah, uh, Randolph Taylor was there then, which was about six eight. That played with us. James Bishop played yeah. with us about six seven. James Bishop went to Citadel. Um, Randolph Taylor went to uh, Eastern Kentucky, and uh, so played with a lot of those guys. And then some of the younger guys, obviously, like I said, Larry was with that group that played at Coker. 
Uh, Randolph Scott was was another one of my guys. Now Randolph yeah. was from Darlington. Yeah, that we kind of connected once we made you know once that uh, consolidation happened, which is you know Randolph is my brother. Yeah, and uh, but but man, we had some 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 battles, <laughs> some battles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so some battles. Damn, baby, it's your senior year. Basketball, high school basketball is over with. Yeah, but now you got a full ride. D one school. On TV, Wake Forest in the ACC. I'm asking, you know, we are. I was hoping for that. I was hoping Coach K was gonna call me, and that's what I was gonna go to do. You know what I'm saying? But it never happened. He said, "I need to." Oh, I was left handed. He said, "I need to work on my right." Yeah, yeah. But how did that feel, man? Let me just say, it, I mean, it was it was uh, obviously an, an opportunity of a lifetime, man. You know, again, it's you know, you're looking at all of your hard work and. You know, all of the things that you did doing along the way and the people that, that helped you because it just wasn't me. Yeah. Or, you know, you know, or. I got the opportunity, but man, I am telling you, like I told you know, we talked earlier, there were so many guys that was in our area in the in the neighborhood, guys that we played with that probably was better than I was. Mm-hmm. Mm. Better than I was. Yeah. And so I was the fortunate one of the group yes. when go. I came out. And uh, and so there there was a lot of pressure. You know, I wanted to go and I wanted to represent all of those guys. I wanted to represent our area, and uh, and so by and hoping that I would go and and do pretty decent, it would allow some other guys to come behind you, some mm. other guys. So we'll send some other you know college coaches to our area, bring them to Darlington because hey, McQueen's doing well. It's got to be some more talent there, and it is, and, 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 it, was. and it was, it and was. so and so for me, it was it was huge, man. And, and so a lot of lot of pressure because I wanted to do well, and um, and, and like I said, I wasn't the best. I wasn't mm-hmm. the best to come out of Darlington high school basketball wise. There were a lot of guys, like I said, Jerry Singletary. There's no doubt in my mind could play power five basketball. Mm. Uh, it was just a time and place, right. um, and it was just the time in which I came out and situation I was in versus the opportunities that they had, okay. and uh, and so again I just wanted to go and play well. And Wake Forest was my first choice. What was you know, your first you know, choice? I, I really, really, um, I originally wanted to go to South Carolina really, really bad. What? Mm. Yeah, really bad. Ooh, and then, how, and then did, after how we that, missed that? How we missed that? <laughs> and then after the South Carolina thing kind of went south, then you know Clemson was really, really next on the list. I, I, I was, I mean, I was right there to con, you know committing to Clemson until mm-hmm. I caught their coaches into some in some lies and some stuff. Yeah, it's like you're wow. the only point guard we're bringing in, and and so I found out by some other people and some other coaches like, nah, they just signed a kid yesterday. Mm-hmm. So I was going to mm-hmm. commit the next day. It was like two days later, I was supposed to be committed. And I was like, man, no, nah, exclusive. Wait a minute. Look at that. Yeah, they're lying now. <laughs> so, so I really yeah. wanted to, I really wanted to stay in the States. I really didn't want to go to North Carolina. I wanted to kind of keep it, South keep Carolina. it home. Yeah. I wanted to keep it South Carolina. I it's wanted to keep shit. it obviously for my parents and just, mm-hmm. just, you know, for, for people that I know, obviously a smaller ride, shorter ride. Okay. And so I wanted to keep it close, but you know, I, I didn't feel the loyalty that I felt like I, you know, that I, that I needed to have and feel, and I didn't feel comfortable with it, you know, right there at the end. And so, so chose to go to Wake Forest and, um, and, um, decent, decent career. And, um, I, I was too disciplined. Okay. Mm. I was too disciplined. Explain that a little bit. Hold on, hold on. I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to it. Tell me your, the first game, the first time you, you bought the play because you started right when you walked in the door, I started, right? I started right out. So tell me, who was the first game about? 
I played a guy. I played. Uh, what team was that? It was Mark. Well, we actually, one of my first games, it was like some exhibition games. But one of the first games was we played a team. We played Marquette. Okay. And um, and I can't think. His last name is Smith. But anyway, I played against a guy from Marquette, about 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, wind up getting drafted by the Lakers. Played for the Lakers for a while. Well, anyway, the week of, you know, we was going through uh, – their team just taking a look at everything. And so they had a point guard that was pretty good. But then this guy Smith was the two guard. Well, the point guard got in trouble. And so he couldn't play. So I wound up having to play against the kid. His last name was Smith. Uh, but anyway, he played at played against uh played at the Lakers. And uh, man, he kicked me from the start to the finish. Oh, oh man, he just he took me down through that, baby. He drug me. Mm. And, um, you know, but I, you know, I kept fighting coach say, you just got to keep fighting. You just got to keep fighting. You, you're going to be all right. And so the last play, I mean, and they always ran isolation. It was running pick and roll stuff. And and I just, I couldn't six, four really explosive guy I could shoot the basketball. I mean, he's really good, man. Last play of the game. Okay. We had, we were up one, they got the ball. So you know what they were gonna go, what they were gonna do, right? Yeah, they're gonna give Smith the ball, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so anyway, last last play, I finally get the last play, steal the ball from when we win the game. That was my first game. I think I scored six points. He had like twenty nine. I think it was. I think he had twenty nine and like seven or eight wow. uh, assists, like like eight or nine um, rebounds. Uh, but really, really good. But he, uh, yeah. but like I said, that first game was a game <clears> that. I was like, man, I don't know if I it's could. It's a great do this. story, though, man. You know, I don't That's know if a I great could do this. story, though, man. And I'm so we just you. kept fighting. We just kept fighting from there, it. man. Kept but on fighting. I, want, I got a quick question, though. My okay. thing is, um, you said you had a lot of people helping you get to that point, right? Yes. Um, are you still? Are y'all still doing? Is, do you think they still doing that now, like to get people to that point where they can get to that that D one level? For like basketball, well, it was in it high, was in the high school in the high schools. Well, well I, I don't know. I, well, for me, it was when I say I had a lot of people get me there. Um, you know, Jerry Singletary, man, used to come back every summer because he was playing at the college level, and and he was the one. He'd be running in the morning at like six o'clock, and then he'd be running at night like eight thirty, nine o'clock, and then he'd play basketball all day. And so he was one of the guys. I was like, hey, if you want to play at this next level, we got to do this. Okay. And so he kind of got me you know, going from a conditioning, just playing and, and do you really love it? Do you really want it? Uh, and then from, from there, was it was more so a lot of the drills and a lot of the things that he did, he brought home during the summer. You know, we, and when I say we, I'm talking, you know, Sean Grant, Stacey Burns, I'm, I'm talking a lot of our guys, we would take those drills and we would just practice, practice, practice. And so he would share stuff with us. And so he was one of the ones that kind of got it going for us just from a development standpoint. The other parts and pieces was just, the, you know, just our community. You know, mm-hmm. nowadays, you know, and I'm talking to be a good basketball player, to, to, to stay out of trouble, to do stuff. Well, you know, if I was down on Church Street and things were going on and, and I was showing out, what would typically happen is, um, you know, people down the street, a lot of family or, or friends, they would keep me straight. They would keep me out of trouble. And so then they would call my mom or they would say, okay, Derek is down here doing this or that or whatever the case may be. And I knew when I got home, it was going to be on again. And so, so they kept me out of trouble. So it was, it was basketball was one part and piece of it. I think my community was the other part and piece because it didn't matter where I was. They wanted to make sure that I was doing right. And, um, and, and so anytime I stepped out of line, I wanted to step to the left 
from a discipline standpoint, you know, I had people in the community and my mom and dad was like, hey, if you see him doing anything, I want you to straighten him and then you're going to call me and then I'm going to take care of it. So so that was another part and piece. I think I had teachers in the school, man, who who took an interest in me and in, in the academic side of it. And um, and so they saw that, you know, hey, this kid potentially or, or may have a, a chance. And so they took time out with me and, and helped me with on the academic side as well. They didn't give me anything, but but they showed me things. They worked with me. They stayed over after school and anytime I needed that. So I think it's it's, you know, a lot of times when we say, you know, we want to thank certain people. It's not just on the basketball side of it. You know, it's, it's bigger than that, because say that. if the kids can't get their grades, say that, you know, and we used to have this term all the time. Uh, no grades, no glory, no game. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You can't get, you can't get, you know, you, if you don't get your grades, you can't play the game. Obviously, uh, yeah. there's no glory. Yeah. And yeah. whether or not that be in basketball, it could be sports or it could be anything. And, and so, so we just, we carried that all the time. And so, so I tell you, it was a, it was a total effort for me. And like I said, a lot of it was community uh, on the basketball side, even more so than what, you know, Jerry brought to us, you know, uh, Bo Pete brought to us and left with us and, and the things that we practice all the time. You know, we we went to a lot of camps. My dad took me to camps and stuff like that, and and um, and, and helped me get exposure. And I had a guy, I had a coach, um, um, Jimmy Harrell, and um, short guy, loud guy, but man, from, he was from Darlington too, right? Yeah, he's from. He was at Rosenwald. He coached at Rosenwald, and man, uh-huh. he was like, he was the guy. And um, sure. and and he will never say this, man. But I tell you what, I, I really believe this, and he will never ever admit to this man this man used to spend more time with us there you go the kids than he would be at home with his family sometimes mm-hmm. I think ultimately yeah, ultimately man. i'm telling you he got a divorce down the road i swear i'm telling you that's the reason i promise you let's drop a bomb for him i'm telling you man he we he spent so much time and effort i mean teaching us things showing us stuff man and and uh, and so I got a lot of love for Jimmy Harrell, who coached us uh, through high school and, and um, you know, helped me along the way as well. So, again, it was a total effort, not just on the basketball side, but, you know, in the classroom and just me in and around the community and out and people seeing me. And if, you know, again, if I was going to the left, you know, they would say things. And, and so now today what's different is that if you say something to somebody as kid today out there in the streets, now mom and dad instead of them saying, yeah, you're right and I thank you. Well, now mom and dad, they want to get with you. You know, they upset with you for saying something to their kid. You totally know what I'm saying? And so it's, it's totally different era than what it was, it you is. know, when we were coming along. It is. It is. I got something for you. Okay. January 21st, 19, I think it's 89. Man, he got dates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got the dates. <laughs> I'm going to show you how this play a part of my life. Okay. I'm, I'm going to show you how this play a part uh, of my life. Though. Okay. Don't think it's just all you. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I yes, thought it was see, all about me. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it back to you. Hey, I'm going to give it back to you. I'm just playing with you. But January, like I told you, like, you know, we from South Carolina. Yeah. My dad's a basketball fan. Right. You know, Derek McQueen is playing. Okay. Uh, Wake Forest is playing. Uh, okay. okay. Number one. Duke comes to town. <laughs> oh, but, but y'all was in Greensboro, right? We we were, we, we may have, I think, no, we were at Duke. Yo, okay, I thought it was it Greensboro, was December, It was okay, December, De- December 21st. I thought it was January. December. Okay. I'm going to bleed Derek. About that. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. De- December 21st. But um, Danny Ferry, 
Hey, that was a bad boy. Okay. Yes, sir. He probably one of the reasons why I didn't like Duke that Because <laughs> you know I but him, I, Christian Leitner was came, for me for a while. Came, yeah. He came right after Danny Ferry, though. Yeah, Danny Ferry yeah. was like early. You know, he yeah. was, but he was. But Duke's hey, on hey, fire. Hey, hey. Danny Ferry, they were, they were number though. one. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably yeah. That's they were probably number that. one. Probably. Duke's were, number one. They were number one. You know, and they was on one. Yeah, to that night. Yes, sir. Twenty points, right? I mean rebounds, yeah. but you know, I, you, but you know, I've all, I've always, I always played good against Duke. Uh, always, every year, freshman year, uh, the twenty first, I had that's right. Dude, there was yeah. something about him. Yeah, look at him. <laughs> <laughs> it was so, so you know, I had I had twenty one at Duke. This was this was my freshman year in at Cameron. Duke, giving it to in Cameron work, and uh, and we, I think we lost by six. I think it was. I, I started cramping up towards the end. So no, you didn't lose. It. So how many times did you beat Duke? So we we beat them one. We beat them every year. We beat them every year. We always beat them at home every year. Okay. Now, so, so the, the game, one the one you're talking about is the one we beat them. Yeah. Yeah. I had twenty at at uh, at Greensboro. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. And um, you know, the next day, shoot, you you on ESPN. The good old days. You on ESPN a lot. The good old days. You know who else had a good Mookie Blaylock had a good game that night too. Yeah. Yeah. But um, look at him. You was on ESPN, <laughs> but you're my favorite because I can remember when I saw the strip. You know, I had to yeah. go back and look at it, yeah. and I I had forgot about Mookie. Yeah, I ain't seen him in so long. That's right. But then I seen that on there too, yeah. and um, you gave him the business. But I know you're gonna say we gave him the business. We did. Okay. Now did. I remember because I'm all I'm in Kansas then, right? Right. You know, so I seen that happen. Next day I wake up. Oh man, y'all saw my cousin last night. <laughs> <laughs> Cousin. That's right. Y'all, y'all see my cousin last night. That's what's up. That's what's up. He did it to Duke. Yeah, I was a Duke right. fan too. Right. He did it to Duke right. fan, man. You know what I'm saying? But just I believe he did. But just to see you get off that night, I could just imagine the inspiration it, it was for the little kids that's playing basketball every day in Darlington. Yo, he from Darlington. Yeah. With a play. We noticed last night you had on a pair of spot bills, too. Look at you. We had a Sacconi's contract. Yeah, 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 they, they, were were yeah they were bad. Okay. See, you had me wrong. They were like spot bills in the picture. And I agree with him, too. Yeah. Yo, I mean, we was looking. We was looking. They changed the name. They was spot bills back then. They were spot bills, and they changed the Sacconi's? It had to be. It had the same symbol. Nah, okay, so that was good. But you, you go on, solid player, all four years. Started all four years. I got think you got team MVP one year, right? I did. I did. Okay. After that, you know, I'm hurt. I'm gonna tell you the room I always heard. Right? What's that? I heard you got out of um, you finished up a Wake Forest, uh-huh. went to the Bulls, tried you out, tried out with the Bulls, and um, but Jordan was there. Jordan was there. Who's you know, the point had, guard? Because we were talking about this last night. Yeah, well, B, I think BJ Armstrong we was there. We think you could have took, well, 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 took BJ Spot. Yeah, but, but I don't think. I, I but did. Here's I said, the deal. They wasn't really looking for a point guard. I don't think. That's you know, right. because uh, let me tell you who else who else played with them at that time. JoJo English was coming okay, out at okay. that time from yeah. Columbia, mm-hmm. and uh, he went to the University of South Carolina. Played at uh, Lower Richland. So, so it was a height. I think. You know, me being 5'10", 5'10 half, you know, those guys 6'4", having to guard some of the people that I was potentially going to have to guard, I think was was a was a shortfall for me. Okay. And so it wasn't the fact that I couldn't play and perform, you know, which I showed them I could. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, with the way the Bulls was playing at that point in time, I was going to actually be caught guarding a lot of 
two guards yeah. with the way things work. And so, so it didn't work. You know, I, I made it all the way up to the last cut. Didn't make it. That's cool. And I had an opportunity to go cross seas. You know, one of the things I said when we was talking earlier, I said I was too disciplined. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was one of those. I was one of those guys that you know in high school I I was free willing and played. And and high school is always different than college. Um, but but I I just I just played. You know, and at the college level, things changed a lot. You know, you're no longer the guy. You know, yeah. you're giving oh, the ball yeah. to the guy. And uh, and when I say I was disciplined, I had guys come in like a Randolph Childress that came in and we he was the coach would say, run this play. And Randolph just kind of did what he wanted to do. Yeah. And, you know, the rest is history. I mean, be, because he did he, he made the coaches change what they were doing because of what he could do. Mm. And so for me, what I did was what I went in, I did exactly what they asked me to do, period. Yeah. I didn't step out. I didn't say, no, nah, I can do this. Or, I, you know, and I didn't show them a lot of times that I could do certain things. So therefore they didn't allow me. So I kind of like played in a box. And so I was so disciplined was that I played in this box and this is what the coach asked me to do. This is what we need to be. This is what I need to do for us to be successful. And so that's what I did. Okay. And so a lot of times I feel like, you know, I'd be thinking back and I'd be like, man, I should have just did what I know how oh, to do. Man. Just play yeah. my game. Just did. You it's know? amazing. And so, that, and man. so, uh, you know, again, and so I so often, you know, think about and look at some of the kids today and, and some or they exactly they're very disciplined and they do exactly what they're supposed to do. And you got some kids that just go out and just play. And it just would appear a lot of the times and most of the times that those are the guys that make it. They just go in and they just play. And, and, and sometimes they would appear to be. Uh, not as disciplined as some of the other guys. Okay. And uh, and man, you got some talented guys out there that are just very disciplined mm-hmm. that probably should be playing at the next level that's not. That's and then you got some that. guys that's Damn. playing in the league right now that they just went in and it was like, you know what, I'm just going to let it all hang loose and, and it is what it is. And and those are the guys. You know, and Randolph Childress was, you know, I played with him, you know, one year at Wake Forest. He, he came in my junior year. Okay. Uh, which was his freshman year, and and so that's one guy that I always looked up to. It was one of those deals where he would, uh, we would call a play, and he would be in the game, and and he would see something else, and he just shoot it. That's cool. <laughs> and sometimes he make it. Man, Most no. times he made it. Yeah. And so once he made it, the coach wouldn't say nothing. Uh, so then he just kept doing it. Right. Yeah. He just kept doing it. Uh, and so it was one of them deals where, hey, after a while, the coach was like, hey, I'm just going to let him do it. Shout yeah. out to Randolph. You know? But you played with another great one, too. I played with a couple. Oh, man. Rodney Rogers. I played with yeah. Rodney Rogers. Rodney Rogers was one that just he just demanded a lot, man. Yeah. And he was a guy that we wanted to get it to. I mean, just the respect, man. He, he, was, a, he was not just a good basketball player. He was an awesome guy. Mm. You know, Randolph, I mean, and, and Rodney and I talk probably to this day right now. We talk at least once a month. Nice. And, you know, he's paralyzed. He's no longer playing, but oh, we really? talk at least once a month. And about two, three years ago, he was actually going to come down and talk to my basketball team. And so we had put together a nice little spread. And and then, he, you know, um, they didn't we didn't get it worked out. And, okay. and so, we, you know, we talk now just to make sure all is well with him. And right. hopefully we can get him down to talk to the guys. And so I got some clips of us, you know, when he was in college, obviously. Man. And then we got clips of him when he was playing uh, – as he played in the NBA. Yeah. And so a part of it was, you know, we was going to, you know, have the kids see that yeah. video and then we were going to bring him in actually in that wheelchair. Yeah. And so, because, you know, now he's confined to a wheelchair. So I could just see him um, 
He get the ball on a break. Nice, easy, mm-hmm. easy. It's over. Even yes, sir. from Wake Forest, even to Denver when he yeah, played man. played Denver, right? Yeah, yeah. He yeah. Was a beast, a couple, boy. He played a couple yeah. stops. Yeah, a couple yeah. stops. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen San Antonio too, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. I've seen that kid six seven, six eight. Mm. Yeah. Do some things. I, I'm like, there's no way. There's no way. Yeah. I mean, Ooh. there's no way. I've seen this guy do some things, man. But awesome, awesome guy. Not just an awesome basketball player, but, but awesome Shout guy out as well. Out. That's cool. Shout out. That's cool. We'll drop a bomb for the yeah, guy. Man. Yeah. Deep's got some legends, boy. Mm-hmm. Got some legends. Yeah, man. Um, so the, the name of this talk, the name of this podcast is Real Talk What? 360. Mm-hmm. Real Talk What? 360. So we're going to bring it on back because this is a, a whole 360 what I'm trying to get to right now. Okay. Now you're back in town. All right. Back in school. Mm-hmm. Just know I was going to see you <laughs> <laughs> on the Donald Tell <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, coaching. Who better to coach than to me? I know you humble. Then Derek McQueen. But it didn't happen. I don't know if you want to get into it or not, but it didn't happen. <laughs> Let's get into it a little bit. Why you ain't coaching in Darlington? You know, I when I first came back, obviously working with Sunoco, I started I working corporate America. Had just gotten back. I played cross seas for about six years. And um, injury ended my basketball career. And so came back, got a job with Sunoco, toured a little bit, did some things, different places. But anyway, came back. And so was asked to coach. And uh, and so I volunteered some time for a while, and uh, and then even after that, stayed on for for a bit, and coached, and um, and really enjoyed it. At first, I was like, I don't really want to be a coach, you know. I wanted to be more of a trainer, just just get the kids, train the kids up, you know, give advice, show the kids the right way, you know, and and share my experiences more so than anything else. But you know, then even more so than that, when I actually started coaching, I was able to get into the schools a little bit more and see the grades and kind of see what was going on. And so that was really what, you know, I was like, man, I really want to do this, you know, because our kids at that point in time, we, 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 we didn't have an idea. We didn't have a clue. Yeah. Uh, what it took, um, not just on the basketball court, but in the classrooms, mm. uh, it didn't take, they didn't understand what the commitment and the sacrifices was all about. And, uh, and so again, I wanted to come back and share, uh, my experiences with the kids and, and what better way than through the game of basketball. And so wanted to coach, um, actually coached with Darlington for a while. And, and, uh, and so for a while I was coaching waiting. And, um, and so, um, you know, I was told that at some point I would get that opportunity to be the head coach at Darlington. And, uh, and so, you know, I can't be upset because, you know, things happened during that time. I learned a lot, uh, but things happened and, and, you know, coach said that, you know, he was going to step down at a certain time. And so he changed his mind. Mm-hmm. And so he's got a right to change his mind. So I'm not upset that that he changed his mind or anything like that. But, man, I really, really wanted to to coach at, at Darlington High School. And mm-hmm. uh, and so some other opportunities came up. And, and so, um, you know, Wilson, know that's right. Wilson called. And, and so I had the opportunity. You know, it's been 10 years now. So 10 years ago. 10 I, years that you've been at Shout Wilson? out to Wilson. It's well it's smart. 10, it's, it's 10 years. I, I coached started back in 12. I got the job back 2012. And um, and so so it's been 10 years that I've been over at, at, at you know, over here in Florence coaching and, and teaching and now as the athletic director. Okay. Look at that. Congratulations so, on that. Yeah, sure. So check this out. Went to the state championship back to back. Twice. Twice. Oh, man. 
Yeah. Couldn't bring it home. Tell me about that first year. We 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 were excited. Um, obviously, you know, people didn't believe. You know, when I took the job at Wilson High School ten years ago, um, there, there's always a lot of noise <laughs> in the system, and um, and some people didn't didn't believe we could uh, we could uh, have the guys be successful, and and it wasn't just basketball, but we could just be successful. It wasn't. I don't know if they didn't feel we could be successful, or they didn't feel that Derek McQueen could uh, build a program that could be successful. And, um, and so I think it was that because Wilson always have talent yep. and people, people know that recognize that and, and support and, and support. And so I think it was more so can Derek McQueen come in, no head coaching experience. Yeah. He's played at a high level. Yes. He's done some things, but can he coach and can he, you know, put a team together that would be able to contend year in and year out. That's crazy. Cause I'm get back to it, but then we just say he went to Wake Forest, mm-hmm. and he was so that meant he was pretty good in high school, right? <laughs> yeah, and then he went to Wake Forest. Then he went and played overseas for five plus years, right? And then somebody's gonna question whether you can coach high school basketball. Okay, yeah. proceed. Yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah, that was that there. was. And, and so, so, okay. you know, but but you know, there was a lot of people too who was calling and saying, "Hey, we need to hire this guy." You know, so we we had a lot of I had a lot of people support, but but obviously there was a lot of noise in the system too. And so, for me, it was it was it was personal at that point in time. I needed to prove to people that mm-hmm. I could bring a group of kids together and 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 we could be successful, not just on the basketball floor. Um, you know, I wanted my kids to. Everybody can't go to college and play, you know, play at the next level, but but I wanted to make sure we got a hundred percent of our kids graduated. Bingo. Um, and, and then obviously we wanted to be the terror on the basketball court that, that, you know, um, I was, and I felt that I was. And so, um, you know, when they say most teams are an extension or a direct extension of their coach. And so, so I wanted to come in and, and kind of set the tone. And so, you know, we came in my first year, the, the first year I, I was the coach at Wilson, we, we finished, I think it was 13 and 10. Uh, and then the second year we were. Um, I think we were 13 and 13. And then after that, it was, you know, we was off and running. And so two opportunities. And, um, and, and I'll just say, you know, I take the blame for both, for both, both of our losses in the state championship. I think our first year, um, I, I really, really felt that we should have won. Um, we, we had a lot of talent. We had a, we had a lot of talent. And I think, you know, I made, potentially, you know, made a couple of bad calls just from the standpoint of, you know, me and the referee got into it early on. I felt like we were there. I felt, you know, they had a referee refing the games that typically ref the other, I don't want to call the other team's name, but they, they that referee ref their regular season games during the regular season. Mm-hmm. And then now this ref is refing the state championship game. Mm. And so I felt like, uh, you know, our league should have done better with that. Mm-hmm. You know, you bring coach, you bring neutral, you bring neutral referees in mm-hmm. that has no connections with anybody. Yeah. And I felt like we got some calls and I felt like they were trying to cheat my kids. And so uh, the natural reaction as a, of a dad or a parent, yeah. because at that point in time, I tell my kids all the time, I'm your daddy. 
Yeah. On basketball season. I'm your daddy. We're going to do it this way. This is how it's happening. And so I felt like we, we had gotten some calls that wasn't calls. I mean, they were bad calls. And so I felt like because this guy knew the people in this other, you know, of the other team and there were other connections. And so I felt like we were, we were in for a long night. And so I felt like I needed to say something. And, and so once I said, you know, Hey, you know, don't, you know, don't cheat my kids. He's killing us. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And so when I said that, you know, and obviously what happened was we started, you know, we started making calls. And and Mm -hmm. so I think we got the short end of the stick. So, Mm -hmm. um, for me as a coach, I felt like, and, and just as an adult, I felt like I, I, I hurt our kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and so, uh, so I, I definitely take the blame for that, for the first one. The second one, we wasn't supposed to be there. You know, we, we didn't have the talent to, to, to compete at that level. Wow. Uh, but, but we were able to, as a team and as a group, we, we had a lot of discipline issues. Our second run for the state championship, we had a lot of discipline issues. We suspended kids you know, kids weren't getting their grades. Kids were, were doing things that that wasn't what we as a program uh, wanted to put out there. And so yeah. we we had challenges the, the second year. And uh-huh. but yet at the end, uh-huh. we were able to put it together. Got hired yeah. the right Nobody, time. you know, teams that beat us during the course of the year, I mean, beat us by man. 15, 20 points during the course of the year. And and uh and then you know, we we at the end we're there. Mm-hmm. And then we get to the lower state and everybody says, No, they're not gonna win. You know, and we even had some people from Wilson. We we you know the Coliseum wasn't wasn't packed like oh, we normally have man. it packed now. Now that yeah. that first run, man, we had people in you know the Coliseum and in Columbia. We was nothing but purple and gold, and so we didn't have a lot of support. My second, our second run, we was out at Florence Coliseum, and it wasn't. There, there were more people. There were people from the other team. I don't want to call the team name. Uh-huh. There, there were more people from that team was there than than what it was. And we were here in Florence. Oh, and, so, and so, and again, there was a lot of people. There was a lot of noise in the system. And nobody man. felt like, okay, they're not going to make it. Man. And, and so we, we were able to put it together. And so uh, both were special in their own way. But probably the second one were more special because we wasn't supposed to be there. We, we had six kids that could play. Uh, we had a team of, of 13, but we had six kids that probably could play. And, and, uh, and yet different games, different times, different kids. Oh, that's fine. Stepped Show up them. and did some yeah. things. So good memories. And, for the uh, and, and so for me, probably the second one of, of, of the two was probably more special just because we had less to work with. And because those kids, they, they reached their full potential uh, and probably stepped outside of themselves in several cases and situations. And, uh, and man, they performed. Okay. And, uh, and so, so that was probably the second one was more special than any. So not only did you take the boys to the championship, you bought your daughter too. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, so she, she was there as well. Hold on, I'm gonna tell him the story. Now I'm gonna get back to you. <laughs> now he was in the championship, right? Coaching. Coaching. Right. His daughter was in the championship playing. So tell us about that. Oh man. It was it but was nerve wracking. Double McCoy. It was it was special, but it was nerve wracking. Because while her game was going on, I'm trying to get mentally prepared for my game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so I'm out there and I mean, I'm out there. I'm, I should be in the back with my kids and she's out there playing. I'm standing in the tunnel and she killing. she's going, things are going. And so it was, it was, it's, it's definitely, you know, for, for a father to, yeah. to, to be there, to be a part of whether it be a son or daughter to be playing in the state championship before you. 
And then for you to be coaching afterwards, it was definitely um, something special. Uh, obviously a bond that, that she and I share and talk about quite a bit and, and how special it was. And, and so unfortunately we both lost, but, uh, Y'all but, won, man, man. but, but we, uh, we both was there and, and we were there together and we enjoyed it. Uh, okay. Now she leave Wilson. Then see see what Donaldson lost when she went over there, man. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, she could have been yeah. so she she oh, leave yeah. okay, she leaves Wilson and now she's sophomore season now, right? Or junior. When when she uh, I'm talking about right now. She's in a college sophomore. right now. Sophomore, sophomore. at Georgia Tech. Yes. And she's doing great. She, she's doing okay. Tell she, me about that, on. Pops. The ACC connection. I, I don't. I don't really want to get into that that, that much. But <laughs> let me let me just say this. Let me just say this because you know me as a coach and, and then as a dad. You know there are things that I see and and I always want to say and I question or whatever the case may be. And so I don't want to get her or put her in no situation. But she's making smile. But, but but she she's doing well. That's what's um, cool. And, and right. so we're proud of her growth. And so we talk all the time about uh, not worrying about what people were saying and what people say where we come from whether right. the people from florence or whatever you know go and do your best period yeah and let the chips fall where they may and uh and so i will say that we've been very fortunate very blessed mm -hmm. uh that she's been put in a situation to go in as a freshman and to average about 32 minutes a game 32 mm -hmm. out of 40 minutes a game a freshman year mm -hmm. and uh and they just started the season this past week and right. uh tuesday and thursday they won both games and She's again averaging about thirty-two minutes a game. A chip so, off the old block, huh? Right. So, so we're we're, we're blessed. I'm, I'm blessed. I'm just blessed that that she's getting that the opportunity man, to uh, to experience what she's experiencing. And so, I'm trying to be a good dad at this point. I'm I'm trying to put the coaching hat down, and I'm just wanting to be a good dad and just just support her in whatever ways we can. She just she so she just like her father coming as a freshman starting. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, yo. She's a little bit better. She's yeah, a little bit better you, than man. me. Man. You, you know I like your basketball game. <laughs> <laughs> Well, her J better than you. Oh, <laughs> her J. She can shoot the J and she can go inside she, and she, diss the ball. She 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 can do it all. Yeah. And, and I think I think That's when we were up. when I started training her early, you know, a lot of the things that I didn't do well, you know, I wanted to be able to show and help her and teach her. And the one thing I said is that, you know, it didn't matter what nobody say, you could put that ball in the basket because yeah. we all want to see mm -hmm. people put that ball, ball in the basket. basket. And, so, and so when we started training and working, that was one of the first things. You know, we got to be able to put that ball in the basket. She has your height or she's taller? She's about my height. She's, okay. she's five seven. She's, she's about five eight. Okay. She's about five eight. Salute. But, but that was mm -hmm. the one thing, you know, and then the next thing was just being able to dribble the basketball. I said, if, you know, it's hard to stop any any player mm -hmm. if they can handle that basketball. The they key. can handle that rock. That's the key. And so for me, the shooting was mm -hmm. one. And then, you know, we started out two ball drills. Mm -hmm. Most kids start out one ball at a time. We out of the gates early. You know, we started two full size basketballs, two, two mini size basketballs. Two mini we started when she yeah. and when she was uh, she, we started when she was five. And, uh, and let me just say this. She was really I thought mm -hmm. she was really bad. My oldest daughter, I started training her when she was three. When she turned six, she said, Daddy, I don't want to play basketball no more. So that like that really I was like, whoa. Yes. So then so then it was like, I was like, man. So I told my wife, I said, next kid, if we have another kid, girl, boy, I'm not going to put basketball on. Not going to do it. So I was shooting one day. This is my youngest daughter. I was shooting out in the yard one day just for me for exercise. 
she came out and she said, Dad, I want to play. So we was just shooting around, shooting around really bad. I thought it was really bad. <laughs> she was five. Yeah, I thought it, she, she was five. I thought it was really bad. Trying to shoot in a 10-foot goal, though. Yeah, she was really bad. So um, about a month later, Pearl Moore from Florence, obviously, yeah. she would always have her girls camp at Wilson. And my wife says, are you going to take off and you're going to take Loyal to the, uh, to the camp? And she was really bad. I was like, nah. I said, I'm not taking off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not taking off. I said, you take her and drop her. I'll pick her up every afternoon, but you take her and drop her. Well, needless to say, like by that Wednesday, we are getting calls and texts on our phones. And they'll be like, you're not coming out here to see lawyers? Like, nah. So they was like, she's really doing good. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, "What?" Um, I said, "Who's calling you and telling you this?" It was like, "Man, she's she's killing it." So I was like, "She said you're gonna take off." So it was like Thursday. So she said, "You're gonna take off and you're gonna go see it." So I was like, "I'll take off at 12 They usually play the games and stuff like after lunch, right? I said, "I'll take off at 12 I'll get over there about one and, right. and I'll watch them. Okay. So I'm thinking in my mind. They, whoever's telling you this has no idea about basketball. Right. So when I get over there, they were, they, they were doing like hot shot free throws. Like she's she's making her baskets. I'm like, so she wins. She wins a couple. So then later they play games. And so like she was really killing it. <laughs> she, was, she was five. So she's like really killing it. So then – um. They wind up putting in the all-star game with the older kids. And so they let her score. She scored in the all-star game with some of those kids. Well, uh, Heather Macy was the coach at Francis Marion then. Heather Macy came over to speak with the kids like that day, the day before. Well, then she came back the next day. And she was like, I really want to talk to Lawyer McQueen's dad. So I'm thinking, okay, <laughs> really? So, so anyway... We talk. <laughs> she says, I want Lloyd to come to Francis Marion individual camp like in two weeks. So I was like, this kid is five, man. You really? I mean, and it was this is like ninth, this was like high school camp now, ninth grade. Uh -huh. And she's like, Yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to come to the camp. So I took her to the camp. And you know, this whole time I'm like, okay, I'm wasting money. I'm gonna sit here, you know, for two days, because it was like a weekend camp. And uh, and she got over there and she she really did good. Ooh. And so when we finished that camp, when we got back home, I said, "All right, you really want to do this?" She was like, "I I want to play." I was like, "You?" I, I said, "I'm gonna give you a couple of days." So we start. We would talk every day. I say, "Now, the commitment is different. You got to give some things up. You can't go to the mall with your friends, or you're not gonna be able to do all that stuff all the time." I said, "You really want to do this?" She was like, Dad, I want to play. And five. We, we started at five. Man. And when we started at five, we started with two balls. We started straight out with two balls. Too many so, basketballs. Too many basketballs. Well, I'm going to get me another mini basketball. And then, and then we, just, we started getting at it. <laughs> yeah. And we, we just got out. And so from there, man, she just she just went. And then, you know, we, we started playing. You know, she always played up. I never let her play with her age group. That's what my I partner always, Super Sam told me. I always, I always made her play. She, if you know, Super if it Sam. was fourth graders playing, she played. She played with the fifth graders. 
Then I started, then I had a friend of mine. He had a little boy that was her same age. He would train, we would train him, work with him together. Um, his name's Tion Steele. And uh, I started making her play against Tion's son. And so we started doing that. So we would work him out and they would make him play one-on-one. Oh, okay. So, so, and then from there, it just, it just, it just kind of go, but, but, you know, we started to get that from there and then we just started training and then, you know, it got hard. I was like, you know, we're going to get up and at five 30, we got to be in the gym at six, you know? So for that first, probably two weeks, she was, she wasn't really digging it. <laughs> but after we, after them two weeks, it was like every day we in the gym at six o'clock. She was going to school. I was dropping off at school. You know, she was like in the elementary school. So I would be dropping off at school. But we'd be done before she would go to school at elementary. She'd be done, got two hour and a half, two hours of work out in. And then after school, we was going at it. So we did that all the way up. We, we've done that. I mean, we did that all the way through school. Wow. So high school, middle school, we got up. We was in the gym at 6 o'clock. And so, Damn. you know, a lot of people don't understand Put what it is and what, what kind of work. And, and still, even with that, with all of the work that she's put in, she still got a long ways to go. Still ain't there. So salute to her. That's cool. Salute to you too, man. Yeah, definitely. Now, present day. Wilson High School. Yes, sir. The biggest predominantly black high school in the world, Craig. In the world. In the world. I think like yes, a million sir. people that went to, went to um, Wilson, man. Even people who don't go to Wilson talking about they went to Wilson. Tradition. Yeah. Man, they got a license plate. Tradition. Certified. The only high school. With a license plate. Certified. It's big time. It you is. the athletic director. Come on. Man. Honor comes to mind first. I don't know. Responsibility. Yeah. Now, so you schedule things for kids to be successful. We do our best. Through the that's we do our best. That's That's first. That's first. It's it's funny you said that. We we just had a winter sports meeting Thursday. Mm-hmm. Thursday, I got back Thursday. We we had a winter sports meeting. So, so a part of that was typically I meet with all of the parents and kids for our winter sports. And so we just kind of talk about just just code of conduct stuff, just what the expectations are and all that stuff. And I just sent an email out this morning, just talking to, to the parents, basically just saying, here's what the expectations are: academics first, discipline, just kind of going down that line because. You know, sometimes I think we get lost with the wins and winning on the court, on the surface of choice versus the total kid. Winning in life. And so so for us right now is what's most important is that we we work on the total kid. It's got to be the total kid. And so we got to teach our kids how to be successful. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we got to teach our kids how to represent themselves. Uh, we got to teach our kids how to be confident, and uh, and so uh, so we we, we got to teach them how to lose, and um, and and so how to how to react when we lose. Yeah, and um, you know it's not all about winning all the time. Yeah, we want to win. Do I want to win? Yes. Yeah. Who want to win? Nobody wants to win more than me. But but you know I talk to our kids all the time is that we got to also learn how to lose, and yeah. then when we lose, okay, what are we gonna do now? Right. 
How you know, we, get we, back. you know, how do we get back? You mm-hmm. know, and so just trying to teach them how to be successful in life, man. And be, because we're going to we all going to go through something. Something is going to happen. We're going to go through something. And so when we go through that something, how are we going to bounce back? And so a part of it is teaching the kids how to bounce back from certain situations. And um, and, and so we, we associate Wilson, obviously, with with the history and the tradition of winning. Right. And so, and we want to continue that, no doubt. But we, and we would, but we want to make sure that we're continuing that in the classroom and with the total kid as well. And so, uh, that's what I enjoy most. So, my, my, I'm sorry, that's fine. I'm fine. He definitely get them applause. Definitely get them <laughs> applause. Um, my question is, right? That well, to know what I know of a um, athletic director, you're in charge of all sports, right? Yes. Okay. Was basketball your first love for sport that you wanted to play? Because I want to keep the theme of how oh, yeah. 360 was because yeah, we yeah. spoke to other athletes and they said a another sport. sport. Was. Football, football for me. Football. football. Okay, okay, first okay. I, I played I played football. Football for me, um, I did it all. Obviously, when we were younger, that's Sean and I did it. Stacy, we did it when we were uh-huh. young, young. Um, I used to average like three touchdowns a game. <laughs> Got in. I, this was coming up through rec leagues and stuff like that. Okay. Did it at the middle school. We won. Scored. I, I was scoring two, three, you know, touchdowns Hello? a game. And then, um, and then we got to. I think it was ninth grade. You, we sir. got ninth grade. We played freshman. I think my freshman year, we went nine and one at St. John's. We lose to Myrtle Beach, and then after that, I stopped playing football. Mm. Hey, Sean. Huh? Derek here talking Hello? about talking about. <laughs> I used to play football. You told me. I, I ain't brought it up yet, but I know what the <laughs> running back he was. But he was talking about how good he was in football. I told you was. Running back, cornerback. I told you was. <laughs> Did it all, baby. Two-way player. Hey, Sean. Offensive yeah, defense. He was best running back on our team. Hey, Sean. Sean, now when I call you, right? <laughs> huh? I need some more energy than that. Put the clippers down. <laughs> I didn't tell you the boy talking about money, baby. Yeah, tell the homeboy to hold up. You had the barbershop. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm winding down. You winding down. (laughs) Yeah. So tell me about your boy on the football field. Because I didn't I didn't talk basketball all the time. I bet well well all all honestly, we saw all of us saw together at red. And we came to Dallas. I think it was blue and tennis. Not blue, I don't tennis, but blue and crypt. So we came to the team, and it, it, it was me, there and another another guy. Y'all probably know him. Uh, name was not Eric Wilson. So we came, you know, we, you know, we came down, and they didn't lose it. Then when we got on the team, it changed everything. Yes, sir. High school, we had wreck. This was wreck. Huh? Okay. This was wreck. Yeah, right. Changed everything. Mm. And then, you know, you know, there was a good um, um, cornerback and running back now. Oh, Okay. What was this you played? Yeah, I told you, huh? What was this you huh? played? I played. What did I play my first year? <laughs> my first year playing that new off of the line. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then, then he went to uh he was a he was a defensive back. Yeah. He played like safety, more safety than anything else. He was the one that at the end always running in and jumping in and <laughs> trying to jump in the middle of the crowd and stuff. So yeah, that was direct directly was that was definitely good stuff. We used to travel from from Society yeah. Hill to Darlington every day uh, to to be able to play. That was you know because we didn't have anything in Society Hill, so we had to travel to Darlington. 
Yeah. Get it in, baby. Well, Shy, we was calling you, right? And we thought you was going to bring a whole lot more energy. What you want to We about to let you go because we about to wrap this up. <laughs> you, did, you didn't make the cut today. <laughs> so, so um, well, hey, I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> well, you ain't go- I apologize. All right, we might call you back one day. Peace. <laughs> All, so, right. All right, sir. So, coach, so, so, so that was the end of your football career. Yes. And, then, and that, did that make you step into basketball or was you a two sport well, guy? Well, I was already two sport guy. Okay. Um, but after my freshman year, my, my coach, Jimmy Harrell, called me in and he said, okay, this is my freshman year. He said, you have this mail from football, which was about four or five letters I had gotten from football. And then over here, I had like 12 or 13 from basketball. Mm. So he was like, you want to continue to do both or you want to concentrate on one or the other? And so at that time, I just, I, I told him, I said, I want to play basketball. He said, I said, I want to put all my time into basketball. And it was like early on because I played some AAU basketball and stuff like that. So I had a chance to travel my seventh and eighth grade uh, year and in the summer going into my ninth grade year. And uh, we had a travel team out of MACB. You know, we didn't have like 10 and 15 AAU teams like they got right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We had one and that one basically would represent the best kids in this area. And when I say this area, it'd be Florence. We had kids from Chirac. We had kids coming from Chesterfield. We had kids from all around, kids coming from Columbia. And so you really had to play to make this team now. And so from that, we made that, I made that team. And so I was traveling all around. And so from that, people started to see me play. And so by that time, like I said, I was getting my ninth grade year before basketball season started, my ninth grade year, I had already had 10 to 12 letters where people were saying, hey, we're very interested in you. Mm -hmm. And so then after that, you know, obviously they pulled me up to varsity. And so I had a chance to, I think my first high school game, big high school game was we played against West Florence. So we played against Tony Black, who... Went yeah. to Wake Forest, mm-hmm. who had a bunch of offers and stuff, but wound up going to Wake Forest. Russell Green was on that team, obviously. Went to Texas, played at Texas. You had Nance and Nettles, which were two guards that was on that team that played pretty well. Uh, and then they had a guy named um, – oh, God, what was his name? Um, I can't think of his name. Big kid that played down low. Um, I, don't, I don't remember what his name was. But anyway, that first game, David Brown was playing, Larry Scott, all guys who was going to the next level to play, we play against West Florence. Big game at West Florence. They cheated us. Oh, goodness. They cheated <laughs> us. Okay. So at the end, the Crazy. clock goes out. So game's tied. Clock goes out. I think we – no. Yeah. Game was tied. We score. They come back down. They score. I think they hit a three. So they're up one. We're getting the ball going back the other way. Plenty of time on the clock. It was a little more than six seconds. Well, by the time we take the ball out and get it back in, the clock goes out. Mm. They nah. killed us. They killed us with oh. the clock, man. Mm. So we lose the West. It wasn't all bad. We lose the West by one. Well, at that time, because it was so many guys in that game that college scouts was already looking at, there was probably eight to ten college scouts there that particular night. Well, then that uh-huh. night, Wake Forest came down and got my information. Started talking to my coach. I was like, hey, I like this kid. Nice. So, so you know, the rest was history from that. But but that was probably, you know, when I actually kind of, I don't know if you want to say broke onto the scene or people started to 
know who I was and started to see it was like my ninth grade year. That's about me. That's a good yes, word. Yes, yes, sir. That's about me. That's about me. Well, man, before we end this, we want to make sure that you have anything else that you want to ask the brother. Oh, let's see, man. <laughs> Obviously, you were in the ACC. Yes, sir. Uh, that was what was local, you know, to a lot of people. So had family members. We just had fans, you know, even over in Marion County, even though, you know, you was over there. But local legend over here. Yeah. Who I want to say during that time, who who would you say was probably one of your toughest uh, opponents during your 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 ACC days. I know you played oh, a lot of different ones, and they were all <laughs> listen. I'm talking about you know from Bobby Hurley. Yeah, you know, yeah. of course, you everybody know him. But it, was there somebody who did you play against Kenny Anderson? I did. <sighs> Tell us about that. Kenny was probably the better of of all of them. You know, I played against Kenny. Played against King Rice. Uh, Hubert Rice. Davis. I played against John Karate at at Virginia Karate. during that time. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it, there was no comparison. Kenny was the, the quicker. Um, I didn't feel, I didn't, you know, when he came in his freshman year, I didn't think he could shoot the ball very well. Mm-hmm. But it just would appear every time we played him, he shot it extremely well. Because <laughs> <laughs> you told him people like, he can't I'm shoot. Like, this dude can't shoot. I just got to keep him out of the lane, right? So you, you saw that. he started yeah, burning yeah, us. You know, yeah. he, was, he was killing. I mean, so Kenny, Kenny by far was probably the better, you know, Bobby Hurley, early on, Bobby Hurley was a guy. He was a really, really good defensive player. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he just, you know, gave the ball to, you know, it was the guys. He was surrounded, yeah. you know. Great distributor. Um, and, and so his senior year, he started to show people he could score a little bit more and do some more things. But uh, Kenny Anderson was just probably offensively for me because when I got there defensively, that was one of my things. It was like – you know, you're not just going to come in and score on me any kind of way. Right. I, mean, I know the hype, you know what I'm saying? But mm. you ain't, you no, know, no. He was probably one of the ones that came in and I was like, all right, okay, you're pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, Kenny, you are. Right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so so Kenny was probably one of the better. Chris Cocciani was really, That's really I, good. At, I remember at, uh, him with uh, Rodney Monroe. They Monroe. at NC State. You know, it's funny. It, this was funny, man. We we, it's, we was at NC State. This is uh, We were all in. When we were going, this is at halftime. We were going to the locker room, right? So, Corciani and, and Monroe, they get into, I wouldn't say an argument, but they, it's a little disagreement. Oh, okay. So, Corciani came down. I mean, the whole first half, Corciani was giving him the ball, and he was missing. <laughs> he was missing. Yeah, because Rodney so, was the shooter. He was a shooter. <laughs> he was a shooter. And Corciani was, he was giving right, it to right. him. him and, and they also had Gugliotta, who was oh, yeah, really, Googs. really good. Yep, yep. So, anyway, he was giving Rodney the ball. Rodney was missing. So we were walking, we were going, walking to the locker room. They were walking to the locker room. So Rodney comes up to Corchiana and he says, hey, man, I need you to keep giving me the ball. I'm getting, I'm getting hot. So Corchiana's looking like, you're getting hot. I mean, he's like one for like 12. And he tells Corchiana, I'm getting hot. Keep, keep feeding me the ball. But needless to say, I think he... He ended the court, the half for like three points or something like that. Uh-huh. He ended up with like 33. Mm. Oh, okay. Yes, okay. We say that to yeah. say. He, 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 he was like, he was like he, no, he you knew keep so, giving it. Yeah. So so that was just one of those. Oh, I, man. You know, we used to enjoy playing against that man because it was, it was just funny. Yeah, that was you know we, You know, I think Sam Cassell came into Sam, the league. I was going to ask you about Charlie Sam Ward, yep. Sam Cassell. You also you know, saw the uh, – 
Uh, so you and Kenny Anderson, Brian Oliver with, Brian, with Dennis I played, Scott. I played with Brian Oliver, Dennis Scott. I played with those guys <laughs> as well. Tell you know. you what, Brian was, Stiff played at Virginia. Brian Stiff at Virginia. Yeah. 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 So, man. so it, it, it was that thing was that thing was loaded when yeah, I was yes. in there, man. And when you came, was JRE that still? JRE was at, at Carolina. Come yeah, on, like I say, man. King Rice was there. King Rice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so it was it was big time, man. Wow. It wasn't a night off. And I think that was That's the first time that I really realized I was like the ACC, man, it was man. like every Loaded. night. Even Clemson was good, right? Because they had um, Dale Davis and um, Dale Davis Eldon and Campbell. Eldon Campbell was there. <sighs> Ricky Jones. Ricky Jones was probably, and, and most people never got a chance to see Ricky Jones play at a high level because he was injured. Played at Clemson. Mm-hmm. Ricky Jones was the best player in the state of South Carolina. See. Ricky Jones Ricky was the Jones first flowers, player. Baby. Ricky Jones been saying that Ricky to somebody. Jones, I'm telling you, probably been I'm saying that. This, Give is, him his this, flowers, is, this baby. is the only dude that I know that could shoot with his left hand and right hand. Oh. He could shoot with his left hand and right hand. Like from the perimeter. Yes, sir. <laughs> he, was, he was the only I've never seen, I've never seen anybody else do it, man. That's cold. And where he was from? He was from Pendleton, South Carolina. Okay. Mm-hmm. And went to Clemson, South Carolina. He went to University of Clemson. Come on. And man. he was hurt, man. I'm telling you, he was the only guy that I that I know ever right. that could shoot jumpers from the perimeter with his left hand or right hand. And I'm not just shoot them now. I'm talking make jumpers. <laughs> make jumpers, man. That's right. Left or right hand. And, yeah. and like I say, he never, because he got injured so early yeah. in his college career, man, nobody ever saw the real uh, Ricky Jones, man. He, he's probably one of the better ones. But, but I played I played against a lot of good guys, yeah. man. I, Christian Leighton. Yeah, Christian Leighton was that You saw Grand dude. Hill, too? I played against Grand Hill. Matter of fact, you know, we beat uh, Duke at Wake Forest. I stole the ball from Grant Hill. Mm. Chris Corch, I mean, um, Bobby Hurley didn't play. Okay. Grant Hill was, was playing point. the point, and um, they was up. We made a couple of plays, but anyway, I stole the ball from Grant Hill uh, back then to, for us to win That's and beat Duke. I, I, I like I a lot of Duke fan in here. I like a lot. <laughs> nah, but I like the fact that a lot of his a lot of his game winning plays been on the defensive yeah, side of the yeah, ball, though, man. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah. You defensive side of the ball, of, some game winning plays. Because defense over there. was good, man. Because he's so talented. Well, well <laughs> now see, I wanted to. I was a little bit different. I wanted to. I wanted to show people I could. I could put the ball in the basket, but again, uh, I was too disciplined. Mm-hmm. I, get what I wouldn't doing. do. I wouldn't. You know, I wouldn't do more than what they asked. What I, I always said, I, that. Derek, I need you to come in. I need right. you to run the team. I need you to do this. Yep. That's what I did on this side of the floor. Right, right. You do this, you do that. That's what I did. Yeah. And so I they, always, to this day, I say, man, that was my downfall. You wanted you to be the floor general. I should have been hard headed. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Just yep. go, yeah, I'm going to do that some, some, but I'm also going to show you I could do this too. Mm-hmm. And I never did that. So is that your advice or that would be some of your advice to the, to the youngsters well, well, or anybody? I think the, the first, my first advice would be um, remain coachable. You got to always remain coachable. Mm-hmm. And 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 the one thing that we got to do is obviously we got to accept our role when we get to the next level. Yeah. Within accepting your role at the next level, what is most important, you know, obviously the academic stuff is important, but as a player, mm-hmm. what's most important, you have to go to and be in a system that is conducive to your skill. You can't go play slow down basketball when you want to get up and down and run. And if you're that type player. And so you got to go to a school to a be in a system that is conducive to what you do. Okay. Um, you know, a lot of times people say, well, yeah, you want to go and do that. 
you shouldn't have to think about what you're doing because you're in a system that's conducive to what you're doing anyway. A lot of times we as players, we start thinking too uh, much because now we're trying to do these things that the coach is asking us to do in right. a different system. Ah. Uh, then now we're thinking too much and now we're screwing up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And now everybody says, oh, he's not or she's not as good as what we thought she was. And they're not well, even being themselves. And they're not even being themselves. And so they got to go someplace where they're going to be themselves, play their style of play. And I think, you know, other than the academics and all of that stuff, you got to do that. And then the next thing would be is you got to have some type of relationship with your coach. There you go. You know, a lot of times the kids go places, they don't have a good relationship with the coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they go into situations, and now they can't go into that coach's office and say, "Hey, coach, you know whatever it is." And so I think that, I think that's a challenge for all of them. So I, you know, again, obviously academics is first, right? Uh, because it's bigger than basketball, and because at some point we got to put the ball down. Right. But you got to go someplace where you know they're going to play your style of basketball. Okay. And so when you do not, you are not yourself, yeah. and you're not playing the type of basketball. And so I think that's always a challenge for the kids. Well said. But I, I was just like, that's right. I want to add on. But you got to be fundamentally sound, though, too. You know, you, yeah. You do. And I think that's the difference. Let me just say, I think that's the difference in South Carolina basketball and, and New York basketball. Right. You know, we get into that conversation uh-huh. a lot, too. Is oh, that, man, we got to have them back. Look at that. That's a whole different conversation. That's a, <laughs> that we, is. We, that we, is. Yeah. So, yeah. so the fundamentals is definitely big. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a big. I mean, thing, something so. as simple as being able to handle the ball with both hands. Got to. Nowadays. Got to unlock it with that. You got to. Yeah. You got to. Yeah. So that was my my question or questions. Sorry, I know he's rapping, but no, no problem. I like that. All right. And you, Toriano? Only, <laughs> only question I have is, and mine's more of a coaching question, is it any um, kids, play, or I guess players that you saw that really had the potential but didn't really fight for it or like wanted to go to that next level or saw something that? probably hold the held them back I, I we we've had a i've had a couple uh in our program um that kids that um should have been at that at that level we've had kids to transfer into to wilson that you know they come and they be like man we want to play at the next level because they've seen what we've done and we want to be a part of it i had when i coached for seven years that was one of the things we had kids transfer in it was like hey i want to i want to play at wilson because you know i used to have on coaches when coaches would come and they would watch our kids practice and they would watch what we were doing they would be at the games and they would do stuff and so kids it was the first around here you know the the coaches were coaching but they weren't having college coaches coming to the practice I would say don't just come to our games come to our practice I want you to see how our kids are preparing every day how hard they work in practice what we're doing um and so we did that a lot when I coached and so we had kids a lot man I, I've had several kids I don't want to call their names but right. mm-hmm. that man could could uh they could put the ball in the basket but the other piece apart was we didn't get the grades mm-hmm. and so so for our kids now that's why we talk a lot about you know you can play and, and people can say all these things about you but you we got to take care of business and so a lot of times right now the kids are not taking care of business in the classroom uh, you got kids that's not, you know, attendance is not where it's supposed to be. <laughs> just coming to school. You know, just coming to school whenever they want to come to school. And, uh, and again, you know, you just can't be successful like that. So I think it's, again, I think it's not just what we see on the basketball court. Is there are other parts and pieces that, that we, the community, and people need to see before we start talking. Because a lot of times people are talking in the community and they don't know, don't what, know. What, what's really happening. Yeah. And and they're the that and that's all you hear. 
And mm-hmm. I'm and when I'm sitting back, I'm thinking like they have no clue. None. They're just talking. They have no yeah. clue, no sense of what they're talking about <laughs> yeah. because it's bigger than that, yeah. you know. And so, um, you know, again, I watch high school basketball, and I'm, I'm now I'm sitting in the stands more times than anything, and I'm listening at people talking. There I'm like, go. don't get it. <laughs> yeah, uh, they, no. we don't get it. So, so again, I, I think that that is. But yes, we we have kids around here, man. We've got kids. I've seen not just at Wilson, not just at Darlington. I mean, and, and I'm just calling names, but. But it's everywhere. Yeah. I think we've got some talented kids in this area. And um, I just think that we need to put some emphasis in some other other areas. Um, in addition to the basketball stuff, we, we just got to put some emphasis in some other areas. So we just we need to bring back what you stated earlier about oh, our things, which what's going on with you. Yes, yeah, it's, it's totally different. Yeah, yeah. We, the, the community, it takes more than just me or you to raise a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just telling you right now. Yeah. I mean, we can say no, I'm raising my kid, yeah. but you think about how much – your kid is actually around you. If exactly. they're in school, if they're school age kids right now, yeah. think about how much your kids are actually around yeah. you. Yeah. They are and awake. around. Yeah. Not, not to sleep hours. Yeah. They are around their teachers and their coaches yeah. and their principals and people like that mm-hmm. more than what they are around us every day. Yep. Now, hopefully, you know, from the time they born to five or six, We've instilled some things in them, right. and we're hoping and we're praying that okay that they're still doing those things. But you know, again, they're spending time with a lot of people, so exactly. it takes a lot more than just us. Yeah. Exactly. You know, take, it's a, it's a, exactly. That's how, that's it. That's how we get down. Yeah, mm-hmm. but we don't want to go there with you that today. <laughs> we would love to have you come back. No, and go I would there love to come back because that's how that's that's how we get down. Yeah. But if if we go to if we go to that right now, yeah, that's a whole different I, podcast. I understand. You know I understand. just want to give you some flowers. And yeah, you know. but you know, I appreciate it. Yeah. I appreciate having you. You know, you can always come back over here, man. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. You know what I'm man, saying? Let me just say, man, it's an honor. It's an honor for you guys to have me on, and and um, you know, I, I appreciate what you guys are doing. Appreciate and, it, uh, and and how you're serving the community and the things that you're doing as well. And so, anytime I can, anytime I come yeah. back, anytime, yes, uh, anything I, I can do, you let me know. Okay, yeah, I want to no, call your coach a, out too. It's all love. Uh-oh. That's that's why I want. I, that's why. Which one? That's why I want him Powell? to come over here Carlos? too, Carlos Powell. Oh, yes, sir. And we yes, need sir. him to come here and talk about that dog. Let's work. do it. <laughs> all right, he'll love that. He'll yeah. Love so that. tell him he have an open invitation we'll too. Do that. I get. I get him your number. Okay. I just want to tell you, man. I'm glad that I'm from the town that you're from. I'm glad that you was my cousin that night. You hit 25. <laughs> I've, I've been using that ever since that. Yo, my cousin played for way for us. Jared McQueen's with Darlington. Right. You know That's I'm from right. Darlington. That's you know right. what I mean? That's what's up. And, and I just hope that, I, I just want, especially the kids to know now that you got an established person that played at the level that you're trying to go to and he live in the, like I tell my son, you know, I told him about you, Jared McQueen. He played college ball. He lives right over there. Orlando Hudson, he played major league basketball. That's right. He lives right over there. That's right. And all these people is from Darlington. Right. And I'm gonna do my best to push it so you have no excuse. I agree, man. But but let me just say quickly, I know we I know we ended, but but it's funny how you could have that. Orlando, who has done what he's done. I have played at a level. I've got a daughter now that's playing at a high level. And man, I, you know, I used to tell people all the time, I do free stuff and you got people don't take advantage of it. So, you know, you got, you know, when I used to train my daughter, man, when I work my daughter out, I would invite kids to come work out with us. Come, come work come out on. with us. 
people people wouldn't take us up on it. And so and so I oftentimes find that they are taking the advice of people who has no clue. No clue. <laughs> and they're putting their kids in situations, man. And and so you and you can't tell them any different. Mm. And so um so it's it's just funny that we have an Orlando Hudson who is here and around and who is very available. You know, guys got plenty of money, very available. You see him around town, he don't have, you know, he don't have bodyguards or yeah, anything. Has- <laughs> you can walk up to him and talk yeah. to him. Nicest guy you ever want to meet. Yeah. Me, he'll do whatever. You, I mean, if you ask, he, I mean, and so we don't take advantage of that. Yeah. And okay. he'll answer your text. And he'll answer your text. <laughs> yeah, that's why I say so. Late know, we, at we, night. Just, we just need to take advantage of things yeah. like that, man. We need to, you know, and I, and I know he's busy and, and people are busy, but. Man, we we've got great resources that we don't we don't uh, we don't take we don't take into account. What you doing tomorrow? Um, at the I'm headed to Atlanta. Oh, cause I'm gonna drop my girl. son off. Baby girl got a home game tomorrow. Man, I'm okay. headed to, I'm just I'm playing, headed to the A, baby. So, yeah, I'm gonna we'll make sure we watch that tomorrow, yes, man. Too just yes, support. Headed to the A. Well, man, I, I think I gave you the whole flowers though. Ain't nothing left in there. I appreciate you. Keep oh, doing what you're doing, baby. Yeah, man. I appreciate it, man. Absolutely. And I'll see you again. Yes, sir. And um, for all y'all don't know, it's three Real Talk 360. We on every Saturday. We switch to YouTube now, so we're going to be on YouTube probably at 119. It's going to come on at 119 on Saturdays. Thanks for the support. And we out of here. Hold on. I was nervous. We out of here. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Can't leave yet. Intro slash outro. Open your ears and listen. Direction for your ambitions. New narrative. This the community coalition. Jumel, Corey, and Dory here for the intervention. We've been letting it slide for too long. He on not no more slipping. Unity in the communities is how we rise up. Empowerment to self. Knowledge as well. Let's wise up. No more fighting as individuals. We municipal. Change the forecast. This the podcast to listen to. You got a vision. We got a vision. Let's make it visible. Say we got to fight for our rights. Well, then enlist me. All bite, no bark. Real talk. 360. 